This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. No. Here's John Hines. In for Shaletta Brundage. Uh, glad that you are along this morning here. It's, um, what are we looking at? Seven minutes after 11. On uh, this Saturday morning, today, uh, the weather is everything that yesterday's weather wasn't. So it, it's, again, we're we're closing in on a few Chamber of Commerce-type days. If you heard Radio's Al Shock deliver the uh, forecast details, uh, going to be a week full of 80s coming up. Maybe not quite that warm today. 78 or so, I believe, is the forecast high. And as he said, 65 degrees right now, but rain showers not in the forecast for today. So I'm on the radio, but in the studio is Carrie. Carrie Clatt, who is in charge of everything here this morning and into the early afternoon hours. Carrie, how are you doing? It's oh, been a while since we have spoken. I know. I'm doing really well. I'm so happy you're back. It's good to have you here on the Saturday. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. Um, coming up, let me just tell you about a couple of things coming up today. We're going to talk about some things to do this weekend. If you're sitting around there in these, I guess we're in these dog days of summer, and you're thinking, oh, there's nothing to do. Well, somebody uh, will join us here coming up. After, I believe, 1230, um, Amy Nelson, the editor from Minnesota Monthly, is going to join us. they got a whole list of things going on. Yet this weekend, as a matter of fact, you can take, uh, take in, including uh, a fair or two and things of that nature. Are you a fair person, Carrie, as we're yes. closing in on the great Minnesota get-together? I love the state fair. I love it. Yes, I usually go that first morning. I really love going uh, bright and early. Um, and then maybe I'll go one time at night. I get to go this year. I'm going to see my sister and I are going to see the wallflowers and the counting crows. They're coming. Oh, that'll be big. Yeah. The first, I think that's the first Friday night. Okay. Um, yeah. I love yeah. It. Now, do you take Junior out there uh, in a stroller and push him around at the state fair? Yes. He's been a couple times. Yeah. I took him when he was really little. We went last year. He likes, it. yeah, he went on that big, the big yellow slide. He didn't really like that last year, but maybe this year we can try. It. Remind me again. How old is he? He just turned four. So do you go up to what used to be Machinery Hill and now is where all the kids' rides are and such? And did you do spend some time doing that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yes, we do a lot. Yeah, lots of things. Um, yeah, all the kid rides. I love the Midway. I'm a big fan of the Midway. Um, yeah, do you like the state? You like the state fair, right? I mean, you'd be out there. Uh, yeah, I, I will get there um, at least once during the run of the fair. So um, I, I need to get my uh, my dose of foot-long hot dogs. 
Um, a foot-long hot dog, I've explained this before. If you are a, a hot dog fan, I should have asked Joyce Summers about this when she was on with us on Thursday. She's everything food for Star Tribune. But a foot-long hot dog is unique, and it's got that hot dog snap to it when you bite into it. And, and it's just, and when I was broadcasting on a regular basis, which I did for way too long at the Minnesota State Fair, um, I, every year for, what did I figure out? Something like 50 years of broadcasting at the fair since 1973. Let me do the math on that. 1973 was my first year uh, at the State Fair, Labor Day weekend. And I remember it vividly. Uh, for the radio station I was working for, then WWTC. But broadcast uh, from there then, from when I was at, uh, had the opportunity to work for Hubbard Broadcasting. We broadcast and also did television shows live out there when I was hosting Twin Cities Today. But in the later years, that's when I really got in tune with a foot-long hot dog. And, and devoted WCCO listeners would come by people who didn't have that same affinity for a footlong carry that I had. They would come by and drop off the coupon from the State Fair Blue Ribbon coupon book. And I'd get a like a dollar off of a footlong hot dog. And, and the folks who are just down the street from the WCCO booth, you go out the front door there and, and turn left uh, on the same block as the DNR. When you go down there, they're right on the corner. That was my favorite foot-long hot dog place. But I would probably eat a yard of hot dogs uh, every day of the fair. I'd have at least one before I went on the radio, one or two afterwards. Um, and, and they had that old-fashioned crank mustard and ketchup thing, which the, it was on the side of their, their booth. I hope they still have it. I'll find out, I guess. But, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of the fair um, going out there. Even after all these years, still can be a fan of the fair. Um, it was a great time. That's where I actually kind of ended my regular full-time radio career at the State Fair. On Labor Day, what year was it now? Was it 2018, I think? Yeah, 2018. That was, uh, that was the end of it. So that would put me there. 45 years, I think, broadcasting from the fair. That's the right number. So, um, yeah, now, do you get all over the fair? Do you, now, will you take the, uh, the little fellow into the, uh, the animal barns and such? I th- yeah, I think so. Yeah, I like to see the horses. Um, you know, you've got, yeah, I like to go all over. We'll walk all over this year. I think he'll, we'll be able to spend more time there. I think, you know, last year he was, you know, he was still taking a nap. He still actually takes a nap, but, uh, you know, it's okay if he skips his nap this year, we can just keep playing at the fair. Um, it's kind of funny when you think about youngsters taking naps because (laughs) it's kind of cyclical. I mean, you take naps as youngsters and then again, maybe after the broadcast today, I'll take a nap. So I, it's, it's funny how that goes around. I remember the comedian uh, Paula Poundstone talking once on stage about babysitting her nieces and nephews. And it's like, can you remember? She was talking to adults. Can you remember a time when you didn't want to take a nap? But, um, yeah, I mean, you must be ready for a nap by the time he goes down for a nap in the afternoon. Oh, I, yes, I definitely, I survive on my naps. Yes. He, yes. My kid never stops moving, and uh, which is great. As I'm very thankful for that. Um, but, yeah, when he takes a nap, I usually take a nap as well. 
<laughs> Let me tell you about a couple of other things coming up here before we get too far off track. Um, Shea Sandifer is going to join us coming up in this half hour, as a matter of fact, to talk about a really great effort that she is sort of piloting uh, in Minneapolis. It is a great idea. Um, it, you see this happening all, uh, all over the country. She's trying to put together pack, backpacks. I think 500 backpacks was the goal. And there's still time to do this. They would hope to give away 500 backpacks to kids who need them. And in those backpacks, as they get ready to think about heading back to school, maybe gives them a, a point of pride. Were you, were you a big fan of getting new school supplies each year, Carrie? Uh, I, sure. I, no, actually, no. If I'm honest, no. I didn't, I didn't want to go back to school. I wasn't a big fan of school, John. I, I was, uh, no, to me it was, well, I have to go sit now. I like to run around too. And I, ah. I so no, it always represented to me, you know, yeah. the end of summer. <laughs> All right. Well, here, uh, a couple of things, um, besides having that conversation coming up, uh, that'll be just a few minutes from now conversation with Greg Coleman, the uh, former punter for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, it'll be fun to see if, if he remembers me or not. Um, but he's working on, on helping to promote uh, a, a big golf tournament that benefits the YMCA, which is a part of uh, so many young people's lives. So, well, people of all ages, actually. I mean, my, my, his whole family, my son's family, all active uh, at YMCA. Uh, on Lake Street in South Minneapolis. So Greg Coleman will join us. That'll be after 1. Amy Nelson will be the, I mean, that'll be after 12. And then Amy Nelson is going to join us um, after 1230, talk about this incredible list of things going on around the Twin Cities area. And then also, um, one of my favorites, he had a new book come out just this past week, Brian Freeman. And if you see my Facebook page, uh, my, my page on Facebook, you'll see I, I put up a post back on WCCO today from 11 o'clock until just uh, 2 o'clock this afternoon. But um, Brian Freeman is going to join us after one. We're going to talk about uh, particularly um, I Remember You. It's a standalone novel that he has written. And I, I mentioned this on my Facebook page. I've read about a dozen books here in the past several weeks. And I Remember You is without a doubt the 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 best book the most the, the favorite that I have read in these past few weeks so it's just it's just a well crafted story we'll talk about that we also have to talk about the fact that Brian continues to write with the authorization of the Ludlam estate he continues to write the Bourne books keeping Jason Bourne uh, alive his latest one that came out i think it was about the same time we talked when he was on with me in June, we talked about uh, the born sacrifice. So I want to make sure we touch on that. So there's a, a lot going on on this August 13th, International Left-Handers Day. We'll talk about that, too, before we wrap up the show today. Um, Left-handers, many of them, and there's a pretty good percentage in this country, 10 to 13 percent of us, uh, not us, I'm not one, but you say your husband is, right, Carrie? Yes, that's right. 10 to 13% are left-handed, and many feel that they're living in a right-handed world. So we'll talk about that and some of the uh, famous left-handers who are out there. Oh, you know what's coming up after we're done? And I wish I would have thought to get him on the radio. Blois Olson uh, was at FarmFest moderating the debate 
recently between uh, Governor Walls and the contender, Scott uh, proposed contender here, uh, yeah, Scott Jensen, um, at Farm Fest, and, I, and Blois was the, the moderator. We're going to rebroadcast that, but it would be fun to listen to Blois after the fact uh, as he told us some things that we should be listening for. So if you happen to hear from Blois, uh, we'll see if we can find a place to plug him in. After, after that rebroadcast of the debate or the conversation, let's say, between Walls and Jensen, uh, Stevie Thompson is going to join the radio from 4 right up until the pregame show for the Twins pregame at 7.30. First pitch against the Angels just after, uh, just after 8 o'clock here on News Talk 830 WCCO, your Minnesota Twins station. And um, we'll, we'll talk, because Stevie T just covers all the sports. Uh, there is football aplenty to talk about, and of course, I think the Vikings, uh, we'll get Greg uh, uh, Coleman's take on this, but the Vikings get back in action tomorrow evening against the uh, Raiders uh, from Las Vegas. So that's at Las Vegas. So there's, there's a lot going on, and a lot going on on the show on this August 13th. You know what? I was looking over the history of this date. Besides this being the anniversary of the patenting of the coin-operated telephone, or what you and I would call a payphone. I mentioned how I like to read, and, and um, I re- I'm a fan of all the Michael Conley novels, the Harry Bosch series. And in the early series, you would have Detective Harry Bosch driving around looking for a payphone so he could make a phone call. But he eventually evolved and got a, uh, a cell phone, uh, as we all did. Uh, but I don't know if you, Carrie, you don't remember this, I'm sure. But there was a time when uh, virtually every major gas station had a drive up to the payphone, uh, payphone booth so you could call from your car. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, and now they're gone. You can't, uh, you, you, you just can't find one. So it was a good idea. I hope that the, uh, the gray telephone pay station company made a lot of money while they, while they could. So, uh, that's just one note. Oh, you know what else is a note? And this is for folks of a certain age. You may or may not remember. On this date in 1967, I remember going to the theater to see this. Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway in uh, the Bonnie and Clyde film. And among other things, it spawned... Do you have the song from George Fame? Uh, people might remember this. It became a pop favorite. That's the one, George Fame, the ultimate, uh, Georgie Fame, the ultimate one-hit wonder. I was thinking about that song when I saw that this is the anniversary, the debut of the film Bonnie and Clyde. Because if you remember the end of the the, the song from Georgie Fame, the one that became the pop hit, uh, the, the, the ending... Um, I don't think this song would ever fly on the radio today, but here it is from back in 1967, 68. Play the ending if you can, Carrie. When Bonnie and Clyde came walking in the sunshine, a half a dozen turbines opened up on Okay, you get the idea. That was probably... That probably um, would never fly on the radio today. Uh, I just, I, I can't imagine, 
um, even an oldie station playing that because just this hail of bullets. And if you get a chance, Carrie, when you were looking at YouTube, did you look up the ending of the movie with Bonnie and Clyde? I, yeah, I, I'm familiar with the story. Yeah, so I, I um, yes, it, I, so I said to you, it does not end well for them. No, it, it did not end well for them whatsoever. So, hey, one other note here, just because this is kind of interesting. I saw this in Star Tribune. Grape Nuts turns 125 years old. I have never eaten Grape Nuts. And, of course, there's no grapes and no nuts in them. But I just, I thought that in itself was interesting. Uh, but this is um, post from, from Lakeville. The post-consumer division is based in Lakeville, Minnesota. 125 years of post-grape nuts, and the cereal has never changed. No grapes, no nuts, but people still love that crunchy goodness. I don't know where that comes from. Hey, let's take a time out. When we come back, a conversation with Shay Sandifer. We're going to talk about uh, the efforts that she's working on here yet today for another couple of hours trying to put together 500 backpacks uh, for back-to-school kids, especially back-to-school kids who are in need. And we see that need uh, everywhere. You hear about teachers as a part of that. Well, Shay Sandifer will join us next. News Talk 830 WCCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Special guest joining me here in this first half hour at News Talk 830 WCCOs. I'm filling in for Shaletta on this Saturday morning. Shay Sandifer, uh, among other things, uh, besides the fact that she's the owner of NEW, New MPLS, New Minneapolis, uh, which is a health and wellness center, she is the, the, the organizing force, I would say, behind the uh, Lakeview Terrace Farmers Market that happens in uh, Rose, Rosedale, um, uh, Roseville is it's uh, Robbinsdale, Robbinsdale. Sorry, Shay. I want to make sure I get that right. It's in Robbinsdale. Duh. Wrong part of the city. Robbinsdale, of course. 
Um, and that goes on uh, weekends all the time. Hey, let's talk about the effort, though, that's specific for today, Shay. Thanks for being on here on WCCO. Thank you for having me. Happy Saturday. Yeah, let's talk about the idea of 500 backpacks that you are distributing there at the uh, at Robbinsdale at the Lakeview Terrace Farmers Market, uh, which is uh, just a a great idea, a great inspiration. It's what is it? The, the corner of 81 County Road 81 and um, uh, Lakeland, I think. Oh, uh, right? 36 Avenue North. So okay, let's just uh, go with that. 81. Yeah, and 36 Avenue North, right across the street from Hy-Vee and North Memorial Hospital at Lakeview Terrace Park, and it's called the Lakeview Terrace Farmer's Market. All right, so tell me about this backpack initiative. I believe you started with 500 of them. So far, you've distributed 150 of them. You're going to be doing this uh, into the uh, afternoon hours today here uh, in the Twin Cities area, But, but tell me about these backpacks and the need and such. Yes, so we started this initiative six years ago to help students out and parents out with that initial cost of getting back to school. Um, And we've been partnering with United Communities to help us push this initiative out into the community. And and where did you come up with these? Where do where how did you put this all together? Are you and and the others who are working with you? I mean, that's pretty nice because we should point out that these backpacks also have some school supplies in them. Yes, so we take the list from uh, Minneapolis School um, that, uh, you know, the students need, and then we partner with PUC, and then they come up with all the supplies, and they actually have them filled for us. So then I pick up 60 boxes that were totaling 500 backpacks. And, you know, for me, education is freedom. It is a part of wellness um, in our community that we need. Um, and so I always, um, I just have the most utmost respect for educators and teachers to help our kids out. And so if this is my way of wellness and to be putting back into the community and have this um, great opportunity once a year. You know, the, the the neat thing about this is, and we hear about this time and time again, especially, as you mentioned, the educators, teachers from uh, across our area, across the country, for that matter, but um, oftentimes reaching into their own pockets to supply uh, some needed school supplies, especially as kids are just getting back into the classroom. Absolutely, absolutely. So teachers are averaging about two to $3,000 a year of their own money to help students. So we let uh, teachers know, educators know, principals know, if you have teachers, if you have students that are struggling to get started, to come down here and help your classrooms get started. We've also, also uh, partnered with Minnesota Black Box and curated 40 wellness boxes for teachers and educators to kind of help them get started. So after those long days, we've created a great package that has some candles, some bath bombs, some good treats in there, and things that can help with their wellness as they get acclimated back into the school year. Chatting with Shay Sandifer, who, uh, among other things, is the owner of NEW. How do we say that? Do we say New Minneapolis, NEW, MPLS? Yeah, so it's the New MPLS. Yes. New MPLS, the, the new MPLS. Okay. The new, yep. And new does not stand for anything. It just stands for creating the new version of you through fitness, wellness, and nutrition. 
All right, I like that idea all the way around. So, like yeah, that. I imagine this is it's much needed, much appreciated by the teachers. Does it? I, I would imagine too. Just thinking about a young person, especially with some of the pressures of going back to school and and everything that goes with that. There's probably a point of pride of being well equipped as you're headed back into the classrooms, about back into those school doors on this these first days of school. Absolutely right. The kids are so excited as they're walking up. We have probably about 15 different colors of backpacks so that they can pick out their own backpack. They look inside. It's the school supplies that they need. Um, on top of it, we've got a little extra thing. We've got some health checks here with Minnesota Black Nurses that rock. And then we have free haircuts. So we've got a couple barbers out here, and they are giving free haircuts to kids. And the boys and girls are loving it. They're just loving that they get this haircut that will get them started on their journey. That's kind of fun, uh, getting that back-to-school look all in place. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. When I'm trying to recall now, does school start before Labor Day, or are we still under some sort of a statewide mandate that says it can't start until after Labor Day? Well, you know, some charter schools start before. So I know some schools are starting next week and the week after. So, you know, over this next three weeks, if we don't give away all the backpacks away today, we're going to go all the way through. So those that are listening, if you can't make it out today, I will have them out next week and the week after until they're all gone. We want to make sure that we are getting all 500 of them out. So if you have grandkids, if you have children, um, just come down, bring the kids, let them get their backpacks so they can get started. Oh, that's a great idea. And again, this goes on until like 1 o'clock today. But as you say, you'll be back. That is Lakeview Terrace Farmer's Market in Robbinsdale. Uh, I hope you have a great turnout. You said you, you've gone through maybe about half the allotment of backpacks so far, which means there's still plenty more to do, still plenty more to give away for some uh, young people right. who, who, who need them. Right. A- absolutely, right? We all could use it. And, you know, that. For one child, that can range, you know, from 150 to 200 plus just to get you started. So if we can start with that initial cost with parents and help you get that started, then it will take a little burden off of them. I can just see some of these. Uh, I picture the youngsters uh, as they're coming by and strapping on that backpack, and they're the sort of uh, a good, a good smile, more, more, maybe even beaming with some pride as they are getting ready to go back to school. Shay, thank you so much for a quick chance to join us here on WCCL Radio. I know that Shaletta was looking forward to having a chance to promote your efforts, and I hope that um, I hope you run through all five hundred here. Maybe not yet this afternoon, but as you said. If you miss out, there will be some probably left for uh, for next week coming up. So people will be able to return to the Lakeview Terrace Farmer's Market and, and follow up. Yes. Uh, I applaud your efforts, Shay. Thank you so much for joining us here on Thank WCCO. You. Take care. It is um, 1134. I'm, I'm running behind a little bit, but let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about uh, a couple of things of note here at News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm going down south, I'm going to have myself time. Okay, you get the idea. This is the, um, I think this is the anniversary of the debut of South Park 25 years ago. <laughs> it's still going. 
Uh, I, I got a friend. I was Carrie and I were talking about this off here. I don't watch it all that often. I don't know about you, Carrie. Do you get a chance to see South Park from time to time? No, I don't. I, it's been many, many years since I've seen it. It started out as a computer animated Christmas card going back and forth between between a couple of friends. If you look at the early days of South Park, but uh, regardless, um, I've got a friend who understands Kenny. I don't, but when Kenny, you know, who is killed in every episode, uh, when Kenny talks, it's just like, and I don't, I don't understand it at all. I have no concept of, of what that was, what that's all about, but. Uh, this date in 1987, am I doing that right? 1997, 1997. So I think that's 25 years ago. And on this date, 80 years ago, speaking of animation, the Walt Disney animated feature film Bambi makes, it de- makes its, uh, its debut uh, it's at, at the theaters. And I remember the story goes... My sister, my younger sister, Anne, had taken some of the nieces and nephews and maybe my own kids to see Bambi in the movie theater. Uh, this is obviously not in the original release because that was 80 years ago. But when the, the, the hunter, and this is a spoiler here, spoiler alert, so if you don't want to hear this, turn the radio off. When the hunter takes out Bambi's mother... My sister turns to one of the little kids and says, that was your Uncle Tom, because uh, my brother's all deer hunt. <laughs> and, <laughs> just Talk about scarring him up for life, right? That's just one of those things. So, whoopsie. But yes, it, and um, the, I mentioned this earlier, the film Bonnie and Clyde had its uh, premiere this date, 1967. Holy Christmas, that was a long time ago. Gee whiz. Oh, here's one for you. This is the anniversary of the birth of Kevin Plank. Now, none of us know who Kevin Plank is until you dig a little deeper. Uh, A number of years ago, I think he's 50 years old today, but he um, founded the sportswear manufacturing company, a little entity called Under Armour. And I think he's managed to turn a buck or two with that along the way. So just some things to to make note of here. Oh, you know what else? There was another birthday today uh, from this date in history, as we look back a bit. Uh, A man named Freed, F-R-E-E-D, founded a um, fruit beverage chain. His first name, you'll know the name of the, the chain if I tell you. The man was Julius Freed. And he created Orange Julius. So it's right up there with grape nuts for me. I've never had grape nuts, and I've never had an Orange Julius. So have you had an Orange Julius, Carrie? I think when I was little, yeah. It's not something I would go get now. I guess. It's right? just People like, like, a, like them, though, right? They like yeah. Well, is it like an orange-flavored Slurpee? Somebody knowing will send a text. Yeah. Or you can even call, if you'd like, at 651-461-9226. That's the number to text. But I've never had an Orange Julius. If somebody can call and describe it, I would be most appreciative. So, yeah, 651-461-9226. 
If you see somebody ring in here, uh, Carrie, grab the line and tell me who it is, and we'll we'll put them on so they can explain Orange Julius. I think they're still around. You see them in combination sometimes. It'll say Dairy Queen slash Orange Julius. Maybe none of them work on their own anymore as a, as a standalone. But, um, yeah, somebody might know. Or you can even text the answer. I just don't know what it is. And I did see in the Star Tribune article earlier what, um, what uh, grape nuts entail as they celebrate 125 years of grape nuts. Uh, made uh, now these days are are put together by the Lakeville, Minnesota, Lakeville-based post-consumer brands, keeping it alive, but no grapes, no nuts. I forget exactly what it was. Here's what, a a guy named, um, what was his name? I'm trying to think of, oh, well, Post, that's what it was. He stopped and spent some time at the wellness center that was run by Kellogg. If you saw the road to wellness, you know about this. But uh, it, it, he stopped there and was seeing the success that Kellogg was having, selling cereals, and he thought, hmm. And that's when he created Charles William Post, C.W. Post, a process for turning wheat, barley, salt, and yeast into crunchy morsels. So that's that's where that came from. Grape nuts has held on to its origins as a health-focused food. I don't know if there's health benefits to it, but I'm going to go with it. But it was all part of the road to wellness, uh, Wellville, the road to Wellville. That's the correct answer. So um, here's a, a text as uh, icy orange shake. Common at the malls in the 70s and 80s. It looks like somebody might have just Googled that. But you still see them, Orange Julius I'm talking. I'm jumping back and forth between two wonderful treats. Now I'm kind of inspired to go get some grape nuts and try it. Maybe pour Orange Julius over it. I don't know. Something of that nature. But a couple of notes for this date in history and... um, Just making our way through the day here at News Talk 830 WCCO. It's 1147. Should we get another timeout in here? Do we have an opportunity for a timeout, Carrie? Sure. Let's do that. And then when we come back, I will share um, whatever else you have to share with me via text at 651-461-9226. Thank you for the upbeat notes. Um, somebody said, suggested, I think it's champagne and OJ. Now, I'm pretty sure it's not, but because <laughs> we'd probably, like that, wouldn't we, John? Would well, we like- <laughs> sure. It'd be like, you know, an up-tempo version of a mimosa. Uh, but that is a mimosa. It's not an orange Julius. All right. Break here. We'll be back with more WCCO radio. 10 minutes before the top of the hour. We're um, at 11.50 here, News Talk 830-WCCO. Is it, is it Kathy is on the line talking about, Kathy, what are you on about, either Grape Nuts or Orange Julius? Which one are you weighing in on here? Well, the Grape Nuts, both of them actually. Grape Nuts are like rocks in a bowl, John. If you want to keep your teeth, <laughs> no amount of soaking. I don't know what the thing is about those and how they survived all these years. Yeah. 125 years worth, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And, and the and orange they, Julius? Yeah, tell me about an orange Julius. 
What is it? When my children were younger, they took my brand new blender out every day after I went to work. And they would make orange Julius's, and then they put the blender back in the box. So about six months later, when I went to use the, the blender, what the hell happened to the blades and everything? It doesn't work anymore. It's brand new. I was ready to take it back to the store. Then all of a sudden, my youngest daughter just welled up and started bawling. They did it. They did it. They made orange Julius's every morning. What is it? What what it makes it? An, what makes an orange Julius an orange Julius? Is it just frothy OJ? Crushed, crushed ice, orange juice, milk, heavy milk, or ice cream, and just spin and spin and spin and kill those blades. And where they got the recipe from, I don't know, but they did it every day for almost six months. It's one of their one of their. One of one of their friends. That's that's what they did. That one of their friends told them how to do it, and you know, blame mm-hmm. it on the kid down the block. This is why we don't want you hanging around with those kids. So that's right. Uh, we should tell you though. Back to grape nuts. I don't know if you know this, but grape nuts were a part of the rations during World War II. Not unlike spam, uh, was one of those things that uh, so many soldiers really came to appreciate. But also. Grape nuts made it to the top of Everest with Sir Edmund Hillary and the Sherpa guide. What was his name? Tenzig Norke. He was the uh, the Sherpa guide uh, that went with him, and they were carrying grape nuts, which is a commercial all in itself. You, you remember Ewell Gibbons? He would be like many parts of a tree are edible. And that's what he said. That's why I eat grape nuts. And you'd hear him just crunching on grape nuts. They haven't done a TV commercial for a long time, but uh, the uh, post-grape nuts, still same recipe for the last 125 years. So connecting with consumers during the shortage also helped Post look beyond the cereal bowl to promote uh, uses in their berry bowls, parfaits. Oh, that'd be big. It's kind of like a uh, granola sort of a thing. Putting, um, putting that into the top of a, uh, a parfait, or some sort of a yogurt thing. And if you read some of the comments, again, the article's at Star Tribune. 125 years of Lakeville-based post-consumer products division making grape nuts 125 years and the recipe hasn't changed so why mess with it hey thanks for the call i appreciate it 651-461-9226 here's a text says in 1929 the orange juice was developed into a specialty drink by freed's real estate broker the drink which became known as orange julius consisted of fresh orange juice crushed ice syrup, and a powder, which still remains a company secret. Are you sure it's a company secret? I don't think in, you know, 2022, you get to have secrets about your food. I just, I can't imagine it. So, and if you go to, what is it, thecountrycook.net, you can find a copycat for Orange Julius. Uh, one here, one text says, I think they were bought out by Dairy Queen. You could still get them there. And it says you have to try it. All right. With ice cream, a completely different texture. I think they use powdered egg whites 
and ice with fresh orange juice and maybe extra flavoring. Another text says, oh, I love Orange Julius. They were so, multiple O's, so good. They were like the nicest orange taste from fresh oranges you can imagine. So it's almost orange juice. So lots of, uh, lots of input on Orange Julius. Again, something I've never tried. Maybe the next time I see one somewhere, I'll give it, I'll give it a go. But um, yeah, Julius Freed took the idea from uh, a real estate broker, Willard Hamlin, and turned him into Orange Julius, just like that. Remember earlier, I, just a little bit ago, I was talking about Bambi being released uh, on film from Walt Disney 80 years ago. Just for fun, when you get a chance, go to YouTube. And, Carrie, this means you too. Uh, maybe, maybe during the break here when we get to the news of the top of the hour, it lasts a minute and a half or so. Bambi meets Godzilla. It's animated. Um, it's just a delight. It was a film short at the, uh, at the movie theaters. It was a film short when um, Harold and Maude was running endlessly at the Westgate Theater on France Avenue and about 44th. And that's where you would I'm find... Just, you guys, I'm just watching it. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say to my reaction. <laughs> Did you, you watched all the way to the end, in other words. I skipped ahead to the end. Oh, my God. Bambi meets Godzilla. Uh, no dialogue. So... There you have it. Just something, something I don't know, worth sharing. <laughs> but I'm glad you had a chance to see it. And see, now, isn't that another plus to having me be here? Now you've seen the end to the film Bonnie and Clyde uh, with Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway and Michael J. Pollard. Uh, now you've seen the end of that movie, and you've also seen the beginning, middle, and end of Bambi meets Godzilla. So, I, hey, we'll be back here following the news at the top of the hour. Stick around. Greg Coleman, former punter for the Minnesota Vikings, is going to join us to talk about a special effort coming up next week that you can be a part of. Uh, and it's, it's, it's great fun, a chance to get into a celebrity golf tournament. You'll have all the details when we continue. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 